It's like that they put him in a vice. We'll get all that false power out of you now. <laughs> we'll juice him. Well, they say the movies are quite the talk of the town. But I prefer two idiots to kind of dumb things down. So, saddle in and here we go. It's just two idiots radio. Hello, everybody, and welcome. My name is Colin, and with me, as always, is my co-host, who is never alone in his home because he has the magic of Christmas in his heart. Oh. Robbie. Ah, oh. ahoy, hoy. <laughs> I forgot my line for a second. <laughs> <laughs> you were distracted by the wonderful dusting of Christmas spirit. Yes, I can already smell the ornaments and hear the sound of the tree. And feel the warmth of a snowflake. I was like, I think your tree's on fire. <laughs> I can already smell the ornaments. I can feel the, <laughs> the warm glow from the Christmas time and hear that crackling fire. You don't have a fireplace. Oh, shit. I can, I can already hear the puppy yelping that I left wrapped under the tree. <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> what a tradition. <laughs> Dead animals. <laughs> oh. oh, boy. Well, welcome, everybody. We are just two idiots, obviously. Mm. Uh, this is our place to talk movies, TV shows, and of course, as we have just aptly shown, FDA approved randomness. Yes. Um, thank you, though, for being idiot number three. You at home right now listening with bated breath, holding your breath, not even wanting to expel even a single little morsel of breath because you're just un you're just waiting to hear what we have to say. Um, in that case, you're, you're gonna be disappointed. <laughs> you're gonna be yeah, you're gonna be disappointed. Um, yeah, we're talking about a classic though this week, Robbie, a real Christmas spirit sort of uh, kindler, if I will, not quite yes. in the same vein as your Christmas tree at home. But uh, pretty close second, I'd say, maybe. I don't know. It's it's not quite as warm and home-destroying, but it'll do. It'll do. It's, it is close to being home-destroying, I suppose. Hey. hey. Get some wet bandits in here to put out this tree fire. <laughs> That's right. See, they're helping. Uh, yeah, and we've as we've alluded to, we're talking about Home Alone this week. One of my absolute favorites. Um, uh, spoiler alert! Now they're gonna know that you okay. like the movie. That's right. I gave it a perfect one billion out of a possible five. Five billion. <laughs> Fifty cents off. Fifty cents. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! But first, um, there's some news uh, in the world. I guess uh, you like news. Oh. How do you feel about news? Uh, it depends. Last year or so, I've not been a fan of news. We had a <laughs> Someone's little like, oh, do you like hear this. the news? And we're all like, oh, my God. <laughs> what? What? I'm dead and I've been in hell for the past 11 months? I already knew it. Not news. Yeah, 2020 has been a real suck sandwich. Um, <laughs> extra suck sauce. Uh, on Hire there. the butler to come wipe up this mess. 
Yes. <laughs> mm, so, would you like me to use the clean rag or the work rag? Oh, yes, but uh, but yes, news. Um, we got some good uh, news. Obviously, like every single week, we're going to talk about The Mandalorian. Um, Never seen it. The good thing about our recording schedule is that uh, we can't really spoil anything. So True. Um, well, I don't remember what episode number this is, but... Um, uh, episode... Yeah, episode... It was episode number Boba Fett shows up. Hope that doesn't spoil <laughs> Oh, <it>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who? I think you mean Robert A. Fett. Ah, oh, Mr. Fett. Mr. The Fett one and only. Back. Yeah, it was good stuff. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about his look? Guys, I thought that was interesting. He looks kind of like a chameleon. I'm like, what's up, snaky fella? Who's this guy? Holy shit, it's Mr. Fat. <laughs> <laughs> like, at a moment where I just recoiled, and I was like, is it is it actually him, or are they just rehashing an actor in a different role? And then he's like, I need that armor. And I was like, holy crap. It's him. They talked about Boba Fett. Oh, they're talking about Boba Fett. He's like, that is me, Boba Fett. And I was like, oh, you said your own name. So now we He know. said it. And then he said his dad's name. He was like, my father, Jenga Fett. And I'm like, oh, oh boy. Oh, we, were f- we fought in the Star Wars. <laughs> Directed oh, by George Lucas. Dear oh, God. Man. I'm slowly turning into Jeremy Clarkson. <laughs> Now, if you'll excuse me, I will play the entirety of the Star Wars on my little wrist screen. <laughs> They're just sitting there. The troopers just take Baby Yoda off the background, and Mando's like, whoa, so that's where my suit came from. He's Jack Nicholson. Got- okay. <laughs> Quiet, kid. Here's your ball. <laughs> he just tosses it over his shoulder. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, and we had that one bounty hunter. I don't remember her name, but she came back. Oh, kinda... uh, robot stomach lady. Yeah. She could Ab eat Master. anything. <laughs> Bowflex. What, what if she when she lifted up her shirt, they had forgotten to render the CGI, and it was just a normal, like, or just her stomach? <laughs> She's like, see? She's like, all right, well. She lifts up her shirt and it's that crew member. There's a guy in jeans holding (laughs) the the coffee. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) That guy's everywhere. (laughs) It was good. It's not my favorite so far, but uh, obviously... Agreed. I'm sure we'll come back after the season two is released and do like a season two kind of full recap, but uh, I thought it was okay. A lot of people were freaking out about it, but I I thought it was meh. I, I mean, think that, that the, the way this season's been with so much stuff stacked one after the other, we haven't had an episode yet. Well, we haven't had an episode in a while, at least, where something major didn't happen. So it's just like, yeah. hey, give us some breathing room. Yeah, I mean, the stuff with Boba Fett was really cool. But other than that, yeah. it, it was kind of uneventful. Like, I get, yeah. like, overall, a lot of stuff happened. But they just kind of stood around on that island. and Or not island, I don't know. They stood around in Southern California. Yeah, then, Baja. Yeah, my God. That was my biggest gripe. It just looked like a someone. Uh, I watched a YouTube video that explained it really well. It, said it looked like kind of like a fan film, just like the, the way it was shot. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I kind of like it was just like these weird angles, and it was like too sunny, and it just looked too much like California. 
I, I hated the fact that they didn't even edit out the In-N-Out burger off in the distance. <laughs> <laughs> Boba Fett shows up, he's still got mustard on his chest. The, yeah, they didn't show that's where the slave one came from. It was just like 100 yards away. I'm not going to walk over there. It's too far. You had their shakes? They're good shakes. Hey, you got my armor? <laughs> they even named a booger after me. The Boba Booger. Boba. It's 100% Boba lean meat. It's called the Boba Fett Free. <laughs> Uh, yeah not a bad episode overall i was was, like i said i think that i hadn't had a chance to recuperate from the fact that we just saw ahsoka in the last episode and immediately before that we saw the first mandalorians well first yeah mandalorians who aren't really mandalorians and before that we had baby yoda eating blue stuff i'm like come on people that was good give us a chance that's right yeah, I think that that Ahsoka one's probably my favorite so far. So far, yeah. So far. Ah, so it is. That was yeah, it was just so good, man. Like that whole samurai vibe and just the way that was shot and the visuals were so striking. So striking. Yes. Lightsaber striking. Huh. Um It's gonna be hard to top, but there's still yeah, I, I don't know how many I had a ton of more episodes with that left. One. <laughs> oh, no way, man. Oh, it was a class A joke. <laughs> I just now got back surfing off the beach where they filmed the most recent episode, dude. <laughs> oh, look, there goes Baby Yoda. Oh, hey, little <laughs> <dudes>. <laughs> That's what you hear in the background when he's being pulled away by the troopers here. Oh, later, dude. <laughs> Is that a police car? <laughs> well, just a surfer. Oh, anyone else smell weed? Oh, look at that little green dude. He's hanging ten on a robot. <laughs> Gnarly, bro. What is this guy constantly just sitting on a paint shaker? <laughs> oh, dude, I'm on uh, man. Gnarly. <laughs> Bly. <laughs> yes, good stuff so far. Like I said, we'll have to do a, an overarching kind of breakdown of the season how many do you know yes. how many more episodes are left uh no nah, dude uh, <laughs> uh, at least one we're six or seven in and i feel like that it was between eight and ten so i was gonna say i, I figured it was i thought i remember reading it was gonna go into january oh yeah but maybe it will and maybe it won't i could uh, go for that one i'd yeah. soak it up like a hoagie soaks up grease and like i soak up that hoagie <laughs> like and like i soak up grease <laughs> Um, Robbie, are you a fan of Spider-Man 1 and 2? Hey, Spider-Man 1 and 2. You mean the one with Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield the cat? (laughs) Yeah, so much lasagna. (laughs) He just shoots string cheese. Parmesan. Uncle Ben is actually the guy on the box of homemade pastas. It's just a box of rice. (laughs) That cat, he likes to eat a lot of stuff. Um... Sure, those are the ones maybe I'm talking about. Either way, they apply to this scenario, yeah. I think. I don't know if it's confirmed that they're doing a Spider-Verse, but I guess they're doing a Spider-Verse for Spider-Man 3, but um, I don't. you probably read the same thing I read then, that they're, yeah. I guess, Alfred Molina is in talks to reprise his role as Doc, Doctor Puss Octopus. <laughs> Doctor Puss Octopus, of course, yeah. <laughs> He's got his ten tickles. 
<laughs> three for three for each Spider-Man, and then one left over for himself. <laughs> Just to punch one of the other Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't seem fair at all. <laughs> <laughs> this is for you, Andrew Garfield. You were the worst one of all. <laughs> oh, that looks gnarly, dude. But <laughs> <laughs> his big hair. Yeah, supposedly we're going to get like a a Spider-Verse. I just keep assuming all this news is fake, but uh, I don't know. I've seen it from a lot of different people. I've seen it from some fairly reputable sources as well. Wikipedia? Yeah. Um, Um, Infowars? Yeah. (laughs) Straight from Alex Jones himself. He's like, we're going to fight the globalists. By the way, I heard Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire are coming back for a Spider-Man movie. Drink bone broth. <laughs> I bet he's got some pretty hot takes on uh, Spider-Man movies. <laughs> oh, probably. If anybody he would. documentaries. <laughs> the government's doing experiments on people to get them to shoot webs out of their hands. Oh, God. <laughs> I visited an army base, and you know what I found? A bunch of spider people. Globalists! That was just an old (laughs) closet in, like, a field, and it just had spiders in it, Alex. (laughs) He's like, ah! Spider people, they're everywhere! And it's just a snowstorm. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm really excited about this, uh, because if that's true, like, uh, a live-action Spider-Verse would be awesome. Plus, I do like all the Spider-Men actors... Mm-hmm. Not the spiders, um, but uh, I, yeah, I think they're all good actors. I think they're all they've all done good performances. I think yeah, like Andrew Garfield's are probably my least favorite, but I don't think he did a bad job. So it'd be no. kind of cool to see them all interact and yeah, Tobey Maguire. I haven't seen him in a lot lately, so yeah. Cool. Other than that one video of like him yelling at paparazzi because there's people. I in can't the see. Car- Get out of the fucking <laughs> road. <laughs> there's cars there. <laughs> ah, Spider-Man. <laughs> he must be wearing the black Spider-Man suit from Venom. I don't know. He's... He didn't do any finger points, though. Yeah, and he didn't have his emo come over. He wasn't dancing and doing, like... Ugh, I remember that whole movie was just hell. We went and saw it on a field trip, <laughs> yes, and I did. was like, I gotta take a shit, and so I went to the bathroom, and I came back, and you're like, Venom showed up, and I'm like, seriously, the only reason why I'd be here right now is to see Venom, and then I saw him one more time, and they're like, and he's tiny, and now he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> if it sweetens the deal, it's, uh, it's Eric Foreman is Venom. Yeah. <laughs> I like Toe for, for some Grace. reason. Yeah. Yeah, one final thing. Uh, actually, I have a good friend of mine that's uh, started his own podcast. Um, if you guys are interested, it's called... Uh, if you guys are fans of uh, Beavis and Butthead, a friend, uh, friend of mine is doing a podcast called uh, Buff Coat and Beaver. That's where they uh, break down... That sounds made up. <laughs> I just drew several words out of a hat, and I made the sentence up with that. Uh, <laughs> no, I listened to some of it today. It's pretty good. I actually haven't watched any Beavis and Butthead, so... It doesn't really apply to me. And he even said, like, oh, you know, if you're listening to this, uh, it means you've probably seen the show. Well, guess what? I have it, and I listen to it. So suck it, the person <laughs> whose podcast I'm trying to promote right now. So take that. But, yeah, if you guys are interested in listening to anything about Beefus and Butthead, you should look up Buff Coat and Beaver. Um, two insane people. That's coming from us, uh, talking about um, talking about Beefus and Butthead. So what more do you want? 
Yeah, I that reminds me. I also have a podcast of a friend that I would like to uh, okay here make up and then uh, advertise. It's called Bird Watching <laughs> and Boardwalk. It's about two guys that just talk about concrete and things that fly. <laughs> Including concrete. <laughs> and then at the end, they throw chunks of concrete at people and comment <laughs> on it. Or birds. It's hard to... <laughs> and the occasional wild card of a bird stuck in some concrete. <laughs> Look at him try to fly. He can't. It's too heavy because he's attached to the earth. <laughs> its subtitle is Two Sociopaths. <laughs> <laughs> so Buffcoat and Beaver... Or, or or bird watching and boardwalk, whichever. Yeah. Pick your poison. <laughs> you should probably actually just pick some poison. <laughs> <laughs> or if you'd like, you can get a hold of bird watch and and bird watch. Beefcake. <laughs> Beefcake and bird watcher. Yeah, they got a new host. Boardwalk and they, bird watch. They and they'll just a, throw some concrete at your head. They'd have a crossover event where they're these two podcasts are combining. <laughs> and they just write questions about Beavis and Butthead on cement and throw them at each other. They try to have a conversation, but they're like, I tried to pay attention to the episode, but I just spent the entire time throwing cement at other people who are watching it. <laughs> Everyone has their hobbies. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, boy. Well, speaking of hobbies, ours is watching movies. So let's talk about one, actually. Uh, <laughs> as we said earlier, we're talking about Home Alone this week. Oh my gosh, one of my favorites, and it's Christmas time, so why not? Um, so we actually decided we're going to try something a little bit different. We're going to workshop something out this week a little bit. We're going to put it in the workshop. We're going to hammer on it with some hammers and use a drill on it, I think. Probably. A couple Allen wrenches. That's right. There's You can never have enough Allen wrenches. We're the Ikea of Allen wrenches. They're <laughs> raining from the sky. Um, but yeah, what our plan is this week, we, we normally would do a rating after uh, our discussion before and give a, you know, out of five, whatever. Here, What would you give this movie? We decided to break it down into categories, and we're going to rate them out of ten and add them up and give you a combined idiot's uh, kind of score at the end out of a hundred. So it'll give you our rating similar to a Rotten Tomatoes, except more rotten and less tomato. Seventy-six. So, that's it. Well, if you'd like to contact us, you can. Uh, <laughs> we're just going to wrap that up. <laughs> so we're going to try that out this week. we got five categories, and we're going to rate each one out of ten. Who knows how this will go. But um, as we normally do, uh, we'd start talking about the cast. So out of five plates of barfed-up cheese pizza, what are you going to give the cast on... Home Alone. The first Home Alone lost in his own home alone. All right. Uh, we got to backpedal a little bit. Are we doing it out of five or out of ten? Out of ten. Okay. Whatever I said. Out of ten. <laughs> I said we're going to workshop it, okay? <laughs> That's what we're get doing. Get my Alan Rich back out. Yes, get it back that. out. Get all of them back out. The little, like, prompt that I wrote said out of five, so I was like, I'm just going to read the thing. <laughs> Anyway, uh, take that question that I said, but instead of five, insert ten. All right, so uh, out of ten barfed-up cheese pizzas, I'm going to give the cast of this a uh, solid nine out of ten. Well, Ooh. a liquid nine out of ten barfed-up cheese pizzas. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, so I ask you then, out oh, of boy. a possible ten flemwads, what do you give Ooh. the cast for Home Alone? 
What did you give it? Nine? I gave it a nine. Nice. Not that that's going to affect my score, but I'm also going to... No. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to give it an eight out of ten. Yes. <gasps> pretty. I mean, it's pretty damn good. I feel like most of it's... Like, would you say that most of it's because of, like, Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern? Yes. Yes. Uh, they're main characters. They are in this movie. Oh, no, my the, gosh. We, but I will say, I don't know his name, but old man Marley, uh, he is pretty yes. good at portraying the scariest human being <laughs> who ever existed on the planet <laughs> who is also totally harmless. This is uh, Robert's Blossom, I think is his name. I'm sure he's dead. I, he's uh, got to be. I think he was dead when they But I don't know this. that he was ever really alive because he looks <laughs> like he's straight out of an old like 1800s painting. <laughs> he has no life in his eyes. Jesus, dude. Like, just say something to the kid. Slamming your hand on the counter. Or just Your like, bloody bandaged hand. <laughs> yeah. What did he even slam? I thought like, I used to think he had like change or something in his hand, but I don't think there's anything in his hand. I think he's it's just, just slamming, just slamming it. it on the glass counter. He's like, hey, look, there's my neighbor boy. Probably hurt his hand by slamming it on another glass counter and it broke. <laughs> They're like, sir, please, we are running out of glass panes. You've shattered the last 15 this week. Please, just wait your turn in line. <laughs> you can say hello. Sir, get out. No, get, get the f*** <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah, he, uh... No need to get salty. Keep Credits talking to me like that, and I'll turn you into a mummy. <laughs> yeah, the casting for Buzz is also dead on. Like he's got yeah. the vibe of the jerk face older brother, a hundred percent. I wouldn't let. He's like, what was he like? <laughs> I wouldn't let you sleep in my room if you were growing on my ass. <laughs> God, he's such a jerk. <laughs> I know. I started watching Home Alone too. I got like seven minutes in. And I, I just hate Buzz so much, I had to stop it. I'm like, man, this is pissing me off. <laughs> but he, that's a good Beat thing. Beat that, you little trout sniffer. <laughs> Do you know how to walk? Wow. Don't you know how to walk, Flemnod? <laughs> <laughs> so, since we're on the cast, I had to share this little tidbit. Uh, I, I did some some very lazy research on a certain uh, international movie database that can be found online. Hmm. (laughs) And Joe Pesci, the stories of him working on this movie are some of my favorite stories ever. So I've got some uh, Pesci picks, as we'll call them. I've got four little facts here that I was quite fond of. That's my best uh, (laughs) impersonation of Joe Pesci. (laughs) It's hard to do it without saying the F word. Uh, Speaking of which... Joe Pesci kept forgetting, apparently, that he was filming a family movie during his on-screen rants, like when he burns his hand and whatnot. So, <laughs> well, the, the director told him that he had to say fridge instead of the F word. Sound like a if, crazy man. If, well, if you catch, you know, rewatch this, you'll catch him going, fridge, 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 fridge. I was like, ah, he says fridge a lot. He's insane. <laughs> He also deliberately avoided Macaulay Culkin on set because he wanted him to think that he was mean and scary. I mean, like, he didn't even have to do that. He did. I mean, it's not like he was <laughs> Old Man Marley. Old Man Marley's yeah, seriously. like, seriously. He's like, oh, you're avoiding the boy. Watch this. I'll walk up to the counter and slam my bloody hand on it. It wasn't even in the script. Chris Columbus was just <laughs> filming the whole time. Just <laughs> going cut. <laughs> God, cut! Someone get this ghoul out of here. <laughs> Who opened that can of salt and let him out? <laughs> uh, 
I've got. I'll just give one more. We'll okay, this you're quick. just gonna keep when going. When he was uh, pretending to bite Macaulay Culkin's finger when they were doing dress rehearsal, he actually bit his finger and he left a scar. <laughs> Jesus, what happened to you? Joe Pesci bit me. Hey, me too. What that's probably, yeah, that's probably more of a movie. common story than you think. Yeah, <laughs> he's got a he's got a police record. He's like a dog. Why don't you bite me? Okay. <laughs> you want me to bite you? Okay. I'll f- <laughs> bite you. Come <laughs> Having Joe Pesci around is like having a chihuahua around. They're angry. They're small. They're high pitched. Yes. Yep. And they'll yep. bite you. <laughs> and they say fridge all the time. <laughs> oh, would you like to say hello to my uh, chihuahua? Fridge. Dear God. <laughs> <laughs> Speak, boy. What do you want? You want me to say fridge? Fridge. Uh. You happy okay. now? <laughs> I'm going to bite off your fingers one by one, and then I'm burn your head with a blowtorch. Let's get you home. And you carry him away. No! The ghoul's got me! Quiet, I said we're going to get you home. Quiet, or I'll hit you with a shovel. What if my family doesn't want to talk to me? Yeah, they probably don't, because you're dead! You're a ghoul! <laughs> Sucking their souls out. He just dissolves away. Oh. I don't trust any man that says that a... a Sweater with a big bird knitted on it is cool. He peels it, peels the bird off the front and bites the head off of it. <laughs> Surprise, I was Nick Nolte the whole time. <laughs> He's eating the salt. Oh. <laughs> what did you think of uh, Catherine O'Hara as the mother? Uh, she's great, man. I love her in this movie so much. Yes. Other than Kevin... Like, four other people that are, like, heavy hitters in this movie. One of them is her. Obviously, we just talked about Joe Pesci. And then mm-hmm. uh, Daniel Stern mm-hmm. and uh, John Candy. So, yeah. like, she, yeah, she's phenomenal. You know, you, you always have to love her, like, <laughs> scream. <laughs> yeah. She plays a really good, like, stressed out mom. <laughs> yeah. She's second only to Sally Field in the closing scene the to Mrs. Time. Doubtfire. <laughs> we have to go. We have to leave now. Is that a real Rolex? Do you think it is? No. Who knows? Yeah. Who's going to tell? All right. <laughs> She's got lots of earrings. A whole shoebox full. Dangly ones. A lot ones. of dangly ones. <laughs> oh, Ed. <laughs> Those two are going to get props in my book right. as well for the cast. But, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I think she's fantastic. I mean, there's actually, like, some emotional moments, like, at the end, even though they're, like, the world's worst family. But Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My alternative title God. for this movie is House of Assholes. Isn't that, like, a Clive Barker book or whatever the hell? Uh... <laughs> Isn't that a Clive Barker book, House of Assholes? <laughs> oh, shit. Uh... <laughs> yeah, what do you think about uh, John Candy in this? So... I always forget that he's in this, but this is. Like, as I like to call him, Mister Sweeties. <laughs> oh, I don't even know what to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> I think the correct response is nothing. You just ignore it and keep moving, keep on trucking. Anyway, John Candy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, he's great in this. I read that his lines were like ninety percent of improv. Yeah, that's impressive though. Like because some of like most of the quotable stuff that I love, I mean, there's so much quotable stuff in this, but like yeah. his stuff is great. 
Because, you know, they're on the U-Haul, and he's like, all day, all day with the corpse. You know, he's like, yeah, kids are resilient, you know. <laughs> yeah, kids six, are seven days like that, came came around and started talking again, you know. <laughs> That's, like, exactly his humor, though. Like, yeah. oh, my gosh, that, try it, try it, try it. Let's hope he's, nobody writes a book about him. <laughs> well, he's got to be, like, the original nice guy of Hollywood. Yeah, I don't think I've heard any bad stories about him. Yeah. Would you say he's, that he's really a, kind of like a Mr. Sweetie? Yeah, he's a he's a he's a dandy that John Candy. <laughs> just like his face, like <laughs> you just want to wrap him up, take him home, and put him in your pocket. <laughs> Open him up and for suck later. on him. <laughs> at least, I at least appreciate your pause there. <laughs> It'll make it easier for you to edit. <laughs> I'd rather not have a final cut where I'm like, suck on John Candy. We got to give an honorable mention to the donut eating cop. And yeah, his, his name is something really funny. It's uh, Officer Balzac. <laughs> of course it is. Up. I guarantee that was Crazy John Candy's lady on line idea. one. Isn't he a bizarro Kramer in Seinfeld? Yes, he is. Guy? Yeah. yeah, he also makes an appearance in planes, trains, and automobiles. He is oh, he's a cab driver, and I can't remember Officer his name. Officer Buttcrack. I'm sorry. <laughs> High quality humor here. You want us to just go to your house just to check on him? He's got like the donut in his throat when he talks. He's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, that's impressive. Like I couldn't. I don't think I could do that if I tried. Yeah. But that guy, he found a way. He knows how to eat donuts. And then he drops it. It hangs out on the phone mouthpiece for a minute. I'm like, that is just, <laughs> they captured lightning in a bottle in that scene right there. Lightning in a round donut shaped bottle. <laughs> Instead of jelly filled donut to lightning filled donut. <laughs> just biting into that sucker and bam! <laughs> Make your head You're dead. Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> your eyeballs have been liquidated. <laughs> And your insides are now your outsides, and you're just a smoldering pile of shoes. And a stain on the wall. <laughs> Remind me not to order that donut. Krispy Kreme has gotten intense. <laughs> Emphasis crispy. on the crispy. <laughs> crispy, and you turned them into cream. What happened to Charlie? Uh, they creamed him. He ordered the extra crispy. <laughs> Shit. Uh, what you wait? What did you give cast again? Eight. Okay. Eight out of the possible ten thingies. Okay, and then I'll add these up, and we'll have a, a total number. Okay. <laughs> How much you hit your camera? Oh, shit, I did. I didn't realize I tugged on the headphone jack. Ah, oh, yes, very good cast indeed. So we move on now to the overall plot of this film. Oh. What would you give? I have... What would you give? Jiminy Click here. What would you give the plot of Home Alone? What would you give the plot of Home Alone out of it? you're possible. doing like a 360 in your couch. <laughs> Out of a possible 10 toothbrushes approved by the American Dental Association, what would you give the plot of Home Alone? 
Well, I'd have to ask Herb exactly how many uh, <laughs> out of ten that I could give this. But I've uh, got a question about a toothbrush. Now, kid, son, you have to pay for that. <laughs> Jimmy, shoplifter. <laughs> out of a possible ten toothbrushes approved by the American Dental Association, I'd probably have to go ahead and give it a six out of ten. Mm. Uh, and what would you give? I'm going to turn around. I'm going to do a 360, and I'm going to fire a question at you. Hope you're ready to get your mitt on. Um, out of a possible... Ten U-Hauls full of Pokebums. Which is not to be confused with Pokemon. <laughs> what are you going to give the plot of this here movie? See, I gave this one an eight out of ten Pokebums. Oh. Pokebums. <laughs> I want to be the very best Gotta Poke drive guy that ever was. Something, something, Poke, Poke, Poke. Hey, polka, polka, polka. <laughs> polka, polka, polka. <laughs> Great Lakes Polka? Why so low? Yeah. Why so serious? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's like the plot's pretty simple, but the part that got me this time is like the fact that the mom spends so much time and effort trying to get home, and then she gets home at the exact same time as the rest right? of the family. And I was like, so everything that she just went through was pointless. Where he was like, oh, yeah, we just took the morning flight that you didn't want to take. And it's like, so she just would have, I guess, listened to you or waited. She just would have got there at the same time. But, I mean. And she lost her earrings and her ring and her cheap watch. Her dangly ones. And, well, I mean, I will give her this. As Tom Petty once said, the waiting is the hardest part. I think that's Tom Petty. I don't know. Yeah. So, that's also the sign that they have hanging on the outside of bathroom stalls. Waiting is the hardest part. That is true, Tom Petty. More like Tom Potty. Ah, John Potty. <laughs> toilet, more like. Poop. More like Toilet Man singing <laughs> songs about toilets. More like Brown Drop McShit Turd. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Got him. <laughs> Yeah, I that that definitely uh, was in my sights this time around. I was, he goes, "Where's everybody else?" And they're like, "Oh, honey, they couldn't make it." And then the, they walk in the door, and as soon as they walk in the door, they're already fighting and bitching. <laughs> I'm like, "Get the hell out of here!" It was quiet and serene, yeah. and the house was full of Christmas magic just a second ago. What if they walked in and Kevin was dead on the floor with a crowbar <laughs> in his spleen? <laughs> and then the mom's like, "It was a wedding, Christmas." And then Joe Pesci springs out of the shadows and bites all their fingers off. <laughs> it's a horror movie, folks. I can only just imagine at that funeral, they would be at the funeral home and they'd be taking the casket down and it would be that one cousin of his and they would just be like, bombs away! And then he would just throw the <laughs> throw the casket down. Buzz just pees <clears throat> on his corpse. Oh, gosh. He's like, really for what like... you did to my room, Flemwad. It's like, well, you're lucky your room isn't full of robbers wanting to kill you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just hung around. It was supposed <laughs> to end there. It was supposed to end on a freeze frame smile. With of them him doing saying, a high five, right? Yeah. There. And then it would, it would play uh, St. Elmo's Fire or the Chariots <laughs> of Fire theme. Or... This doesn't go with the movie at all. <laughs> Christmas movie. That's not a Christmas song. 
Here I go again. My white snake starts blasting. Just hanging around. <laughs> Here I go again on my own. <laughs> Just like the movie Home Alone. <laughs> <laughs> the burglars tried to get in my home. <laughs> They just rhyme home with home. Da, 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 da. But I put a bunch of traps up in my home. Da, 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 da. Da, 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 da. And I rigged up my home. Da, 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 da. I'm on my way. I'm on my way. Home alone. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> home where my micro machines are waiting home <laughs> where my paint cans are swaying home <laughs> where my tarantulas waiting silently for them oh my gosh they missed out on a lot of opportunities for a perfect freeze frame god yeah what the hell some sort of family you know moment with the creepy old guy where the zombie man brings him into his house and sticks hugging him them in and consuming their souls yeah <laughs> he smiles up at him and well he's holding a the chloroform girl. rag that's what's you on his hand <laughs> you see when he's hugging his granddaughter you see her writhe a little bit and then just go limp <laughs> and then her feet drag back <laughs> And then here I go again starts playing. <laughs> here I go again, killing in my home. <laughs> Gonna put them uh, in the salt till they're only bones. <laughs> <laughs> oh Murder's the only thing I've ever known. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Yeah, it's got some holes in it, but the plot. But um, I think that I just like how simple it is. It's like kid gets forgotten. uh, Burglars come. One of them's a cartoon. Neighbor's a murderer. (laughs) And then the family gets home. And then it's uh, just hanging out. We've about beat that dead horse. Um, oh, speaking of, what do you think of the music in this movie? Oh, Out of the... a possible ten, I couldn't read my own writing. Out of a possible, possible ten, ten nails in the foot, what do you oh. give the music of Home Alone? I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with an eight out of ten. Hey. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. Um, I'm going to turn around and ask you, so what do you... Oh my gosh, I hit my mic. Oh my gosh, I hit my <laughs> mic with my hand and now there's wild noises. Um, <laughs> so yeah, uh, I turn to you and ask, out of a possible ten shoeboxes full of dangly earrings. Uh, <laughs> All shoeboxes full of them. Dangly ones. Uh, what are you going to give the music of Home Alone? I also gave this one a solid eight shoeboxes filled with the dangly ones. <laughs> yeah that's great man john williams is he's like i said he, i wrote down he's like the thanos of movie composers he's got all of the musical infinity stones and he's just murdering everyone else and he's purple <laughs> yeah he 
and, and not just Williams' soundtrack, because this is one of those movies that you hear the theme song and it stands out. It's as iconic yeah. as as they get in terms of like Christmas movies. Uh, well, he's he's like king of writing themes, man. Yeah, like, and they're always so like memorable. Most, yeah, because like you've got like you said the general Home Alone theme for this, and then like the Wet Bandits have their own theme. Uh, <laughs> and it's perfect yeah. when the van's creeping around the corner. <laughs> uh, why is he running like that? And then, like, the, the airport when they're in a hurry, you know? Yeah. Just great. I think I was, I went to O'Hare one time, or I think that's where that was, and that's all I could think of. I was like, I just need to yep. sprint. Let's... Let me go. <laughs> when we went there, uh, that's what Matt had pointed out. And by their... Cut that. That was just a lie. We drove by O'Hare on our way to Midway, and Matt was like, that's where they filmed Home Alone. That's not the house at all. That's a house for airplanes. And they're home. And not just the original score, too. Uh, The choices of popular songs... Uh, we've oh, got yeah. the Carol of the Bells being sung at the church yeah. that turns into like that that dun, dun, rock dun, and roll dun, version dun, when he's dun, running. Dun, dun. Yeah, uh, the the rock around a Christmas tree is an iconic scene when he's got the Michael Jordan cutouts and all the fake people. He's like, look at that, they're having a party, and some of them are seizing, just sliding around. Slide, just <laughs> look at how thin that sliding. guy is. <laughs> my god he needs to eat more hors d'oeuvres <laughs> he needs to have some more shrimp uh, i like it was like that scene exactly which hit me and i was like either kevin is like the next tony stark or yeah. a serial killer <laughs> it's either of those two i'm like man this kid's like he's inventing all this shit out of nothing <laughs> but he also really likes hurting people. <laughs> There's a deleted scene where Joe Pesci stumbles into the attic and he finds a whole shoebox full of dead cats. And he's like, Dangly what ones? the hell is this? And Macaulay <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what is this? She's got called? lots of dead cats at home. Dangly ones. <laughs> I, what? I mean earrings. <laughs> shoebox. <laughs> What's the difference? A woman turns and she's got one dead cat hanging from her head. <laughs> But there's a deleted scene where Joe Pesci stumbles on a shoebox full of dead cats and then Macaulay Culkin's silhouettes in the background. And then he goes, I knew you'd find them, you horse's ass. And Joe Pesci goes, this wasn't in the script. And then it goes black. That's how the movie originally was supposed to end. It's like I got scammed by a kindergartner. <laughs> that cat got skinned by a kindergartner. <laughs> now eat this cat. I don't want any more cat. You had enough or you're thirsty for more. <laughs> so we've come up with a, another... Oh, wait, no, we skipped one. Yes, or I didn't... Whatever. So obviously one thing that makes this movie... The more I thought about it, the more I realized just how big it was. Is the visual effects. Yes. And you wouldn't think that this is a CG-heavy uh, movie, but, you know, you wouldn't know. The actual entire house is fake. It's all CGI. Macaulay Culkin doesn't exist. <laughs> he's actually a tarantula uh, <laughs> but now we're talking about visual effects Robbie out of a possible 10 inconspicuous close following vans what are you going to give the visual effects of Home Alone 
This one I think I had the most trouble with deciding on it, but I settled on the lower side. I give it a 7 out of 10 inconspicuous vans. Yeah, I'd have to... Oh, yeah. I was going to say the thing, but yeah, you were supposed to I'd have to, to interrupt you. I don't even, it's said. like I don't even know how this segment even works, okay? It's like we're <laughs> workshopping it, okay? All right, well, I got a relevant one, and you can just step uh, right into this one out of a possible 10 candy ornaments. What would you give the visual effects? Mm. John candy ornaments? <laughs> yeah, suck them. I wouldn't want to step on those because they're so nice. Dude. Mr. Sweetie! Mr. Sweetie! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd have to... Uh, I'd, I'm right there with you. I'd give it a 7 out of 10 for the effects. It's, Why? Like I said, it wasn't like obvious to me at first, but I mean, there's definitely a lot of it there in this movie. Because yeah. like, it's all, it's all it seems to be like stunt work and set design and that kind of stuff. I mean, there's some like prosthetics mm-hmm. that they use, like, you know, for his hand when he grabs the, uh, the, the hot, hot, the doorknob that's too hot to handle. <laughs> so hot. <laughs> well, see, I, obviously so much of it is practical effects, but I kind of dinged yeah. it a couple points because of, I noticed where it fell short with some of these practical effects. Um, Where's that? The scene where the spider is on the bathroom floor when Kevin first puts the aftershave on and it goes scurrying across the floor, you can see other stuff fly across the floor. And so I assume that they were blowing air at it or waving or something like that. You see other stuff kind of skitter across the floor when it goes running. He left the window open. Apparently. Maybe he ripped ass. He put the <laughs> put the aftershave on. Blew the spider. Ah! And the spider's like, "Wow!" <laughs> also, <laughs> when they are uh, climbing out of the treehouse and he cuts the rope, they wouldn't swing down because they were that close to the treehouse. They would have just hit the ground. They would have hit the building. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So <laughs> I was like, "That's not how it works." The folks. house just got taller. Maybe they were climbing across a rubber band and it was that taut. And when he cut it. It slingshot him right into the brick. I don't like knock this, but it's like you can tell that it's an effect. But when he uh, gets the uh, tarantula on his chest and then um, Marv hits Harry in the chest, you know, with the crowbar. And he's like, yeah. Marv, what are you doing, Marv? You can tell it's like Joe Pesci, like with a fake chest. Yep. <laughs> on. What was that? Was it the Iron Man we were yep. watching? With his Tony big, Stark's fake chest. Looks like they set a ham on his shoulders. <laughs> it's kind of like that. Yeah. Yep. It's like six but, inches thicker than it should have been. Like, come on, Joe Pesci, just take a crowbar to the chest, like so. <laughs> I will say, I'll give credit to Daniel Stern. The scene where they put the tarantula on his face apparently oh was one hundred percent real, filmed in one take. His real scream because they assured him tarantulas were deaf. And <laughs> they do not also, have ears. The, apparently, they, they ears. didn't take the venom out of the tarantula, like a lot of people believed. It was like full on gonna kill him. Are tarantulas, like, actually that poisonous? I don't know if they're, like, deadly poisonous, but they do have I venom. I feel like they can't, they sh- I feel like they couldn't be because, like, so many people have them. Unless they're all, I don't know, spider-fixed? If that's the word for it. Spider-fixed. Defang, there you go. Like on Malcolm in the Middle, when Hal gets bit in the face by the tarantula, and they're like, oh. don't worry, the fangs will fall out in just a couple of days. And they're like, <laughs> Yeah, thanks for bringing that one back up. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's going to be in me nightmares tonight. <laughs> yeah, speaking of something completely different, um, 
I guess that last scene was filmed. So when he's running through the basement and it's all full of water in the old creepy man's house, I think yes. that's his house. I think so um, too. Or unless he just like strolled up, or like where the hell was he? Did you not notice I, the basement was flooded? I yeah, I got a question about. Unless that. he was out shoveling. Supposedly. Or or both. It's well. It's flooded. The water's coming from upstairs. It's flooded because the wet bandits have burg- yeah. burgled that house. What the hell was he doing Bor- this whole warbler. time? While they warded his house. I don't know. I don't know if it's his house. I'd have to like look because they show the house on the outside when he runs up to it, and they show the house that the old man is outside of when he's hugging his family. So I'd have to go back and do some investigative sleuthing to see if it's the same house, or if. The old man was just following Kevin. I, that's uh, <laughs> much more likely, based on his track record of being just the but, worst character in this movie. What else what does he have doing. to do? He probably just saw Kevin run, and the, he, he'd hear the theme music of Marvin Harry from inside his house. <laughs> and it was like, seems like there's some bad apples around. He's like, oh my gosh, <laughs> there's three people, and I have three <laughs> trash cans <laughs> filled with salt. <laughs> I can't wait this to, day would come. I can't wait to drain their essence and drag their carcasses into my house to live for another thousand Merry years. Merry Christmas to me. <laughs> They're gonna make a spinoff where he's Santa, and that's how Santa lives. He sucks the souls out of other people, and he's like, "One more year." Can't say that it's not for sure. That's how that happens. Santa is real, folks, and he will drain your essence. I'm gonna tell my <laughs> kids that story. They're going to like throw a fit back. Like, Daddy, I got to go to the bathroom. But I'm like, listen, because they get in trouble for saying I have to go to the bathroom, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy, I have to go to the bathroom. Do you want your soul drained? Because Santa's going to drain your soul. I my bladder. And you're like, no. <laughs> I'm hungry. That's it. Get Santa. <laughs> and his Santa's little helper is Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott. Follow up children with an hour school. Cool as that. Don't forget to leave Thanks cookies and milk out for Santa. And a tall, Coors Light for Sam Heliot. Sam Heliot. A boiling hot Coors Light. <laughs> 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 well, Robbie, um, our last one we've got is based on uh, what we call walk away value or uh like quotability sort of things it which so walk away that's kind of what i want to do to this conversation right now but i'm already if you gone had to rate, if you had to rate uh, home alone out of a possible 10 sweaters with a big bird knitted on them <laughs> for walk away value what would you give this uh home alone's a classic i gotta give it a solid nine for its walk away value oh so I ask you then, what would you rate the walkaway value of Home Alone on a scale of 1 to 10? Shoplifters! <laughs> Jimmy! Stop that boy! <laughs> Jimmy, rate that movie! <laughs> like, Jimmy, why don't you be straight out of the 1950s? Golly, sure Jimmy. thing! Michael Oshens <laughs> can hardly keep up with this lad. They said lad in the 50s? Sure. <laughs> said They said a lot of things in the 50s. A lot of them were racist. Um, <laughs> yes, out of a possible ten, shoplifters. Um, I'm also going to give it a nine for Ooh. walkaway value because I watch this damn movie every year, pretty much. Ooh. It's either that or I think we alternate. I think it's one year we watch Home Alone 1, the next year we watch Home Alone 2, and the year after that we watch Home Alone 1. So every other year I watch this movie, and it's great. <laughs> 
Probably because as Captain America, I could quote this all day. Um, and I could, and I will. As far and, as I'm um, concerned, Home Alone is America's ass. <laughs> <laughs> wow. A little bit of a tear in my eye. Um, <laughs> they like, yeah, easily quotable. Watch it every year, but it's also like a easy, quick view. It's like an hour forty-two minutes. So like, yeah, it's breezy. It's pretty breezy. I suppose Macaulay should close that window in the bathroom or stop farting. One of the two. <laughs> but uh, he's, he's blowing the tarantulas all over the place. He's blowing tarantulas straight what out of his ass. What is the boy to do? They're crawling again. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, I hear the tarantulas are calling to salad and spider eggs. <laughs> oh, oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Ooh, I seem a bit confused. Oh my Baby, gosh. a paint can got me pegged. <laughs> <laughs> this is a mess. Um, <laughs> this again. podcast is like the equivalent of Buzz's room. <laughs> This this podcast is his bookshelf. It's just a collapsed mess on the floor. Our listeners are going, tarantula. Robbie, Colin, your podcast, woof, woof. <laughs> did you know? I did. I, until I read this, I never realized this. And every year watching this movie, you never see Kevin's room. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> he's in Buzz's room like at least twice. He's in the attic, in like a bathroom. Maybe the bathroom like, is his room. You see, like Harry Potter, they like make him live <laughs> under the staircase. With as the much they, like how they treat him in this damn movie. I know they're the worst family ever. Uncle Frank, gosh, he's just oh, the God. worst. Like what you did, you little jerk. It's funny that we made all those references to Frasier's theme song because the role of Uncle yeah. Frank was written for Kelsey Grammer. And he plays a guy that wants to kill a kid anyway. Yeah. What if? Oh, man, it, DeLorean. It, <laughs> Grammar Orient. <laughs> Kelsey Grammar Lorient. Yeah, it's it's definitely got that walk away value. It's like you said, it's a classic. You gotta watch it for Christmas. Uh everyone's seen it. You gotta love that movie. We'll learn some angry nerds do not love that movie, but That's for most sure. Most normal, that's, less angry yeah. nerds. It's it's a classic. Yeah. 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 Yep. It's got scenes that you laugh out loud no matter how many times you see Joe Pesci take the blowtorch to the head, or <laughs> or when Marv slides down the icy stairs and he goes, <laughs> or when when Kevin almost gets hit by the van, like all three of those scenes, yeah. I will laugh until I it's, cry every single time. I mean, it always gets me when Joe Pesci's trying to walk up the staircase and it's all icy and he's grabbing onto the handrail and his feet are going sideways. Yeah, he's like. <laughs> And then you sent that scene to me when he gets shot with the pellet gun. <laughs> or when Marv sticks his head in, hello. <coughs> the little jerk is armed. <laughs> Just the, the, the BB gun. He goes, Dink! It bounces off his head. This That's is from a- Home Alone 2, but like one of my favorites is he walks in and he goes, Harry, I've reached the top! And there's a giant hole in the floor and he goes, <laughs> <laughs> and falls down. Wow! What a hole! Well, you mentioned some angry words from very particular 
we're not particular group of angry nerds. Let's hear those words now, I suppose. Yeah. In this bit that we call... <laughs> it's time for Angry Words. From Angry Nerds! That's a good theme. These are worth uh, giving a little shout out here. Uh, I posted a couple of these vague ones that I found on our Instagram and Facebook accounts. And so here's a shout out to Ozzy Cruz for guessing correctly what movie we were talking about this week based on our vague, angry word posts. Uh, yes. This first one here is one of those vague posts from Jane. Rated oh it two stars. Is it Jane with a Y or uh, just straight no up J A N E? Hmm. Yeah. That sounds like a Jane thing to do. That's like a glass of ice water. Not even ice water. Just a glass of water. Ice cold tap water. Ice water in her Janes. <laughs> Jane. Very interesting. Jane. Uh, they titled their are uh, they. Wow. Let's try that again. They titled their review two stars, and then gave it two stars. Oh, I was like, I thought you were going to say, and then gave it one star. <laughs> oh, that would be, that would make my day. Uh, their review reads, sentimental. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I don't much care Apparently for Apparently that. not that sentimental, though. <laughs> like, just enough. Like, the bare minimum level of sentiment. <laughs> sentimental. Uh, she, write mo- she wrote more words in the title than the her- actual review. Her name is longer than her review. <laughs> Jane. It has, it has 12 A's, 13 E's, and a silent Q. And then there's just some colored squares after it. Yeah, it's uh, she's probably related to Elon Musk. If you click her name, it just plays the movie Home Alone. <laughs> Home Alone reviewed this movie. What the hell? They just said sentiment. Speaking of mental, uh, let's carry this stuff on I've got one, it's a 1 out of 10, and this one is titled, I Haven't Left My House in Months. This movie made me extremely uneasy. The two idiots, hey, Hey. uh, have no brain, hey, Hey. and do not understand the concepts of thinking, hey. Hey, this is relatable. (laughs) Is this a a review of our podcast? (laughs) (laughs) Sentimental. (laughs) (laughs) It goes... Their idiocy made me scared to further interact with others, resulting in me isolating myself from the outside world. I am indeed now home alone. I think this is a review for our podcast. It is, and how timely it is for this time of year and life, 2020 Christmas. It's actually two years ago, too. Wow, they're a fortune teller. Sentimental. How do they (laughs) review our podcast when we hadn't even done it yet? (laughs) They do. They do. Mm. Time travelers. <laughs> the next one I've got is titled simply a dud. Oh boy. I, it's ballsy words to call a Christmas classic that broke records, but all right. Uh, I'm going to read it exactly as they had it written. Whoa. I just dropped you. I'm going to read it exactly <laughs> how they had it. Written. <laughs> it made it sound like I was actually going through the motions when my phone fell. Like I was actually like, Whoa. exactly how, like how they wrote it. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> this guy was falling Uh-oh. down a flight. This guy tripped while he was writing it. <laughs> Big hole. Uh, <laughs> this uh, review titled A Dud reads Watch Tiss Movie 1. 
if you think Macaulay Culkin is adorable and precocious. Two, <laughs> if you like to watch a hateful family making hateful comments to each other, all generations get in on the hateful fun. Three, if you enjoy a kid wreaking extreme violence and injury on buffoonish adults. Four, yeah. if you enjoy the old tarantula on the face chestnut. If you like a funny, warm-hearted Christmas movie with intelligent humor mixed with the slapstick, do yourself a favor and watch Elf. Oh, I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> that threw a real big curveball at they the end. They sure did. I'm going to start saying that. Be like, ah, oh, this old chestnut tarantula on the face. What did she call uh, Macaulay Culkin? Percurculus or? Precocious. Isn't that the machine that makes a uh, coffee when you're camping? Yeah, precociator. <laughs> precocious. Isn't that a synonym for horny? Parachutilator. Um, precocious. Is that when you need to wear? I a thought she was trying to say in? precious. I think so too. What does precocious she mean? She misspelled precious. I think so too. Precocious is adorable and precocious. Let's see. I, I don't know. I don't own a dictionary. Maybe All it's right. like the stage of being like before you're cautious, but you're getting ready to be cautious, so you're precautious. Oh nope! It's a adjective. Of a child having developed certain abilities or proclivities, don't give me a harder word than the one I looked up in the <laughs> definition. <laughs> At an earlier age than usual. I don't know what proclivities mean. I don't anyway. know what proclivities. I, I got tested for proclivities a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> you know what, lady? Your review is just far too precocious for my taste. That's right. Watch Elf. Why don't you? Yeah, a little too halitosis for me. <laughs> that's that's actually her username, Halitosis. <laughs> a lot of bad stuff coming out of that person's mouth. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, I've got one. It's a one out of ten, uh, and it's titled "This Is a Comedy." This <laughs> is. This first part got me. It goes, an 18-year-old white Gary Coleman makes a lot of Jim Carrey faces, and the jokes are people getting hit in the head with bricks. <laughs> this movie sucks beyond belief. There are so many actually funny Christmas movies. For example, A Christmas Story, that no adult should ever watch it. Uh, I advise against ever showing your kids a movie senseless violence is a lame excuse for comedy <laughs> a 18 year old white gary coleman <laughs> making jim carrey faces how, i how is what? that that is an 18 year old white gary coleman why don't they just say well who are they talking about first of all i don't know <laughs> <laughs> I, I assumed macaulay culkin but 18 he's like seven <laughs> I think they watched uh, the wrong movie and reviewed something Joe else. Joe Pesci? Yeah, maybe it's and Joe Pesci. I, I I don't know. That just like that derailed my thought process at all. Like when I so read that, I was like, before I get to this next one, did you notice that a lot of the reviews complained about the violence in the language? All this mindless violence. <laughs> yeah, I did. Because uh, it's just like this isn't a very wholesome Christmas. Movie. There's a lot of punching and hitting, and, and I don't like hitting. And they're like, watch a Christmas story where a little boy fantasizes about murdering an entire gang of 
I don't know, small time robbers. And then, yeah. or, or the Grinch, you know, where a, so man, where a kid wants a gun for Christmas. Yeah. You know, watch <laughs> a Grinch. Where this is like theft. The movie. Yeah, really. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto, the Dr. Seuss version. But yeah. <laughs> Out of the way. <laughs> made the right toys. You might want to scooch over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this next one right here is, uh, I don't know what it is. It's uh, two stars <laughs> and it's titled A Christmas Staple. Now, I'm not mispronouncing this. This is what Hopefully they wrote. It's a, book. it's a Christmas table. So we watch it every year. So this person sat down in front of a table and watched it every year. No wonder they hate it. I'm getting a little irritated, though, with the son's lack of respect and how mean his uncle is. But what are you going to do? It's a Christmas staple, so we watch it every year. <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> he made it sound like, like why don't you watch White Christmas or something else? It's like, don't tell me what to watch. You go watch those. Why are you leaving a review on Home Alone? Just go watch the things you want to watch. I love it when they narrate it like this. Like, this guy hasn't even finished the movie. It's like he's he's writing out the review as he just started the movie, and he's chewing on a cookie. He's like, I don't like it all that much, but what are you going to do? Guess I have to watch it. <laughs> like, well, there was a wholesome moment at the end with the murderer and his family, and you <laughs> probably didn't even get that far. <laughs> Well, I thought I'd conclude our angry words with the angriest of reviews that I found here. It is titled, What a Lousy Waste of Time! And it's two stars out of five. We had forgotten just how inane and stupid this movie was when we decided to watch it as a Christmas, air quote, movie. Of course, it's only considered a Christmas, air quote, movie. Since it happens to take place during that holiday, the characters are foul-mouthed and rude. The scenes are utterly ridiculous and somehow and... Somehow and? Eight-year-old is able to outsmart an entire village, including the two burglars trying to rob his house. In the process, he practically destroys their home. Village. (laughs) And yet, in every... Excuse me, yet in the very next scene, when the mom returns, the house is utterly pristine. Nonsense! This will not be on next year's Christmas viewing schedule. <laughs> but it's a table. You have to watch it every year. <laughs> I love that they point out he practically destroys the house in the next scene. <laughs> it's fine. I was like, well, let's just, just ignore that for a minute, okay? The dad found the gold tooth, so it wasn't perfect. In Buzz's yeah, he room. Missed one thing. It's like, I love people that judge these movies in, like, realism. Like, that would never happen. I'm like, most of the shit that happens in this movie would never happen. <laughs> For the love of God, just take it with a grain of salt. Take it with a grain of salt with the bodies in it. It's stuff, like, <laughs> you know? Take it with a grain of body. <laughs> Let's get you home. <laughs> Gags him. Gags pushes him in a trash can and puts a lid on him. <laughs> You're home now. <laughs> Alone. <laughs> <laughs> And then White Snake plays or whatever. <laughs> While he's putting the lid on, here I go again. Oh, freeze frame of the old man holding the lid, looking at the camera. That is terrifying. <laughs> A giant tub of salt is my home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nonsense. Well, let's end this nonsense and uh, get into a little bit of a rumbly... 
flashy sort of sense of nonsense. Um, <laughs> let's play the theme. Well, there's a question for you. We can freeze frame and put them in salt. Put them in a bucket of salt. Yeehaw. All right, my first question for you. If you were eight years old. It's like you just ran up a flight of stairs. You're like, so my. Sorry, I left, my, I left my questions down in my flooded basement. I had to run down and grab them. <laughs> uh, oh. If you were eight years old, what items would be what items would be on your grocery list? Oh, mm. eggs, milk, and fabric softener. Ah, <laughs> look at that! No wonder you got robbed and put in a bucket of salt. <laughs> what a funny little guy. Shut up, Dad. <laughs> He's like, hey, Dad. Shut up. Fuck you, you forgot me and you went to Paris, you <laughs> dick. Yeah, literally shut the hell up. <laughs> what a funny little guy. Funny? Fuck you, Dad. <laughs> yeah. You left the fucking garage door open, you son of a bitch. I defended this goddamn house. You're not even a man. Robbers. You couldn't even protect your family. You piece of shit. You gave the burglars an extra entrance into the house. They just walked in through the fucking garage. I had to shoot them in the face. <laughs> this is your fault. Uh, <laughs> I'm only slightly impartial to mom. Because she tried, but you were just fine with waiting for the next flight to come see your son, your wife, who's going to sell her soul to Satan. And see me, a shitty kid. She was going to come back to see the shitty kid, me. What a funny little guy. You know what? Screw you, Dad. Go to hell. Uh, that hurt. That hurt my face. Oh man! Just like a paint can. Um, well, I've got one for you. Not a paint can, but uh, if you—well, maybe—if you had to choose one of Kevin's traps that you had have to endure, what would it be? <laughs> All right, I have to say my favorite trap of Kevin's, and then I want to hear what your favorite trap is. Mine is the is the. <laughs> The fan with the caulk and the feathers. That's the best. Yep. That's it. <laughs> That's why it's just so anticlimactic. We're just like, what the hell? Just, and they just. Oh, so if why I had. dressed like a chicken? Why the hell did you take your shoes off? Apparently, him asking him if he was dressed like a chicken was uh, an improvised line on Stern's part. Well, then, good job, Daniel Stern. <laughs> that's also, like one of the. the that's a classic lately. line. Oh, man. <laughs> so if I had to endure one of Kevin's traps... Uh, paint can to the face? <laughs> nail to the foot? Uh, I, I Two paint cans to the face? <laughs> crowbar to the chest? Spider on my spider face? Spider to the face? <laughs> I, I gotta go with the, the, the feather and the glue. Just one feather and glue. <laughs> just, just a droplet of glue and one feather on the tip of my That'll nose. That'll teach ya. <laughs> freaking, 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 freaking. 
Uh, I got to know. What about you? Which one would you endure? Uh, that's it. Yeah, that's my favorite one. That would probably be it. I mean, obviously, that's the least harmful one. Yeah, I know. So, like, so, like mm, I don't know. Maybe stepping on a nail. What if you just... How about a hot iron to the face? Burn my head with a blowtorch. Burn his head with a blowtorch. <laughs> Smash his face with an iron. So if you had to defend your home from a couple of comedic geniuses, such as those in Home Alone, what kind of weapons would be in your defense arsenal? Um, probably a Gatling gun. <laughs> Um, a velociraptor <laughs> and like a bucket of lava <laughs> and also a fan and some feathers. <laughs> After I shot him in the kneecaps with a Gatling gun, I'd feed him the fan and cover him in feathers. <laughs> <laughs> this is also the first viewing that I understood exactly how the fan worked. I assumed before that when he opened the door, he pulled the switch on the back of the fan. I didn't realize that he had a pencil stuck in there that was keeping the blades oh. from turning. See, uh, he's, this kid's brilliant. But yeah. He's only brilliant when it comes to harming other humans. Yeah, like he, he couldn't figure out that like I should probably well, call the police. Maybe he's Tony Stark then. Maybe he's beginning of Iron Man Tony Stark where he's building weapons. Well, then maybe better off that his parents ended up dying because they sucked. <laughs> and that's also why they're, he hates the They're Winter pretty Soldier. far down in the Stark market. Um, <laughs> Bucky. Buzz is Bucky. Buzz key. Buzz key. <laughs> yeah. He, he's like, I killed your parents, Flemwad. <laughs> How much oh, for that arm? I wouldn't arm. let you have my Oof. arm if you were growing on my ass. <laughs> oh, I'm going to get that arm. Uh, I have one final question for you. Um, Kevin versus Rambo. Who you got? <laughs> uh, let's see. I don't know where they're fighting. You could put them in Kevin's house if you want. Mm. You can put them in Vietnam if you want, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I forget where. See, Rambo's got an, a 50 cal. He's got a Gatling gun. Yeah. Kevin's got some paint cans. Rambo's got and that some bow and arrow. But Kevin has feathers. Rambo flies that <laughs> helicopter, but Kevin does Kevin's play that feathers. movie. <laughs> I just keep saying feathers. Rambo was in The Bloodiest War. Kevin's got feathers. Hmm. I saw Rambo rip out a guy's throat, but I did see Kevin cover a guy in feathers. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be Kevin. Because I think yeah, Rambo, he's... you know, he doesn't come across as a brilliant man, so he would be more confused by things. Why am I covered in all his feathers? Why am I dressed like a chicken? He would respond to the what? movie when Kevin's like hits play and he's like, Get the hell out of here. Like, oh, he, he had blood all over his ass. He go home. <laughs> <laughs> and then Kevin would smash his head with an iron. <laughs> Burn his head with a blowtorch. <laughs> Except it wouldn't be like in Bite the off each one of his fingers. John Hughes, Chris Columbus style. He would like, it'd be like Negan. Rambo would be on his <laughs> knees and Kevin would just repeatedly be bludgeoning him with a hot iron until... There was just a pile of pink mush in front of him. And then freeze frame, and then white snake or whatever. Freeze frame, but no music, no sound whatsoever. 
<laughs> no credits either. Just frozen on Kevin's just face. Just a really for ominous, 10 minutes. like violin, like. <laughs> Detuned in like a quarter of the yeah. speed. <laughs> Of a red <laughs> Christmas. Last question is about oh, a remake. Boy. I want hey, to know. Boy, you're gonna have to answer this in two ways. Playing Marvin Harry, I want to know your dream casting for that, and then I want to know my Sega dream casting. Who would actually be? Perfect in those roles nowadays. If today the movie was made, who would be oh. cast most likely? Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern. <laughs> Both of those. <laughs> um, so I think I read that like Robert. De- nah, I don't know if I want to go Robert De Niro. That's he's too old and shuffly. Yeah. You get hit with one paint can and he'd be dead. <laughs> the feathers would kill him. <laughs> no, you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> like a shotgun blast in the face. You get what you deserve. I mean, it seems like kind of an obvious answer, but Jim Carrey would probably be good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Maybe Jack Nicholson, <laughs> <laughs> too. He's just chopping through doors. Except it wasn't scripted. He actually bit off Macaulay Culkin's fingers. What? I thought <laughs> that he had ten tiny hoagies. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and he's got to wear the red sunglasses. Yeah, he's got to wear the red sunglasses. He's always dreaming of a red Christmas. Because <laughs> everything's red. So I, I got to share with you my... Uh, I If they remade it this week, I guarantee Marvin Harry would be played by Bradley Cooper and Kevin Hart. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But if I could choose anybody, just to totally derail the movie, Liam Neeson and Russell Crowe. <laughs> oh my gosh. I thought of uh, Kevin James. Oh, man, that would be phenomenal. What about Kevin James and Kevin Hart? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, Liam Neeson is scary as hell. Oh, I really want to see Kevin James now. I don't know who you are. I don't know where you are. I will find you. And I will bite every one of your little fingers off. <laughs> All the stuff that Joe Pesci says that was funny would be terrifying. And when he got his hand burned, he'd be like... Seems as though this door handle's a little hot. And then he rips it off its hinges. <laughs> with the same handle. We're gonna smash his face with an iron. We're gonna shove a nail through his foot. We're gonna burn his head with a blowtorch. And then he looks at the camera. Freeze. Take him. <laughs> Take him. And then it's him singing White Snake. <laughs> Here I go again on my own. Going down the only road I ever known. Taken. (laughs) Congratulations, you won the lightning round. (laughs) Yes. Robbie, it's time to play the grand prize game. I don't know what that entails, but uh, what uh, what are the... You've you've had your calculator out and your cigarettes have been burning with your green visor on. What is uh, is the final tally that Home Alone gets the... I don't know, what are we going to call it this? The idiot score? The idiot... Score. I don't know. The idiot score. 
What does Home Alone get on the speedometer? The speedometer. That? Coming at full steam ahead at a solid 79%. Ooh, 79 Ooh. miles per hour on the speedometer. <laughs> That's... Out of a possible 100 miles per hour. That's not bad. Not bad. That's a B minus. You know, that's still a, you're on the honor roll, Home Alone. It um, seems as though it suffered most in the visual effects and overall plot, but uh, we're going to remember this movie. It's got that high walkaway value. Yes, it does. Walking away. <laughs> Taken. <laughs> Taken. <laughs> awesome. A 79 out of a possible 100. Uh let us know what you guys think, if it's too low, if it's too high, and I'll already answer your question right now. Tough noogies. You, We've already recorded the podcast. Yeah, if you disagree, we're going to smash your face with an iron. Blow your head with a blowtorch. Shove a nail through your feathers. foot. <laughs> Shove a feather through your foot. Oh. <laughs> Awful. Slowly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Backwards, yeah, yeah. against the grain. <laughs> Yeah, we should probably stop talking about that. Um, yeah, it's time for us to, uh, I think, to wrap this sucker up like a Christmas present. Um, thank you guys, though, for listening. Uh, without you, this still technically could be possible, but it would just be really boring, I guess. So thanks for listening. Um, if you like it, uh, be sure to show that support by giving it a like, which is appropriately named... And also to check us out on various platforms, some of those including, but not all. I'm not going to tell you every single one of them. Some of them are a mystery. Um, but some of those are Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor. Yeah, and don't forget the black market as well. You can stream our Ooh. show illegally, you That's monsters. Right. And if you would like to... We'll just write us a letter and we'll mail it to you, the <laughs> podcast. We'll mail the podcast to you. Yep. We'll send it. If you call now, you can get 59 <laughs> CDs of Just Two Idiots for $19.95. Time Life presents Just Two Idiots, and it's hosted by that guy from The Birds who was always hosting Time Life stuff. Not the band, but a bird. <laughs> <laughs> Time Life presents. <laughs> yeah, he's the host of, of Bird Watching and Boardwalks. If you. <laughs> come full, full circle. circle. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, if you would like to email us, you can at twoidiotspod at gmail.com. That's the number two idiotspod two. at gmail.com. Com. Yes. Thank you, you idiots, all of you out there. And also, hey, hey, us. Hey, huh? Thank you. Look at us. us. Look at us. Look at us making a Look at us. Look, Thanking people. And, yeah. Shoving nails through foots. Hey, hey, hey. We'll see you. Cat next time next next time hey next time hey taken <laughs> and freeze frame yeah. <laughs> don't take things so seriously we're just a couple dum-dums talking movies yeah we're just two idiots we're just two idiots